Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Talk Recorded live. Uh, praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Uh, Pastor Hickson. Yes, sir. God bless you. How are you? I'm well, sir. How about yourself? Great. Uh, the call hasn't started yet. Uh, All right. The moment I think they're starting to come on um, now. I thought I would be on time for a change. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Your father is well? Uh, my father-in-law? Father-in-law, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. He passed. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I posted it on Facebook. Um, I posted it on Facebook. He, uh, we, uh, we had his home going uh, this past uh, Saturday. Oh, I'm so sorry. I haven't really been keeping up. Oh, uh, that's all right. That's all right. Uh, he's 92, and uh, he passed on the 4th of July, actually. Oh, okay. Well, that's probably why I wasn't here. Yeah. Well... Everyone is is recovering and holding Yeah, everybody's recovering and, you know, to be absent from the body is present with the Lord, so he is well. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody that's on the call. Praise the Lord. I have you on speaker, so um, if you can't uh, hear me well, um, please say so, but uh, we thank God. Today for uh, his presence, and we thank God for life, and uh, we thank the Lord for you coming on uh, this call uh, tonight. Uh, tonight, I'm going to, uh, after prayer, we're going to be speaking about some um, leadership things, things, some do's and don'ts, uh, uh, some things uh, that bring about. Uh, the spirit of excellence and order in the house of God, and uh, we want to have your uh, participation and your articulation uh, involved in it. So I'm going to be uh, flip-flopping a little bit, but uh, we thank God, Amen, for you. And uh, since we're all on the call, God bless you, Prophet Bahati. God bless you all. Um, I'm sure you have wonderful weather out there in Phoenix. We're very hot in Arizona. <laughs> you go ahead and keep it then. God bless you. <laughs> Would you uh, lead us in prayer, please? Heavenly Father, we just want to come on tonight and thank you for your mercy and for your grace. We thank you for this opportunity that you have given us once again to come on talk soon, to, to expound on your word, to get knowledge, wisdom, and understanding Father God of your word, and we ask that those, everyone that's on the line, that you continue to bless them, those that are coming on the line and those that will not be on the line, Father God, but a part of the MFI family, that we, you look at, extend your hand of mercy and grace unto them and continue to bless them. And we just thank you on tonight, and we magnify you, and we glorify you, for you alone are worthy of our praise. And we just say amen. Amen, and, and thank you. Uh, so we give glory to uh, God and um as uh 
Pastor Hickson, uh, I was just sharing with her uh, this past Saturday we uh, funeralized uh, my father-in-law. Uh, that side of the family uh, came together, and some of my uh, family came together. So we thank God, amen, for uh, your prayers and thoughtfulness concerning that. Um, we're going to be talking about some leadership uh, things here uh, tonight. I don't know how far we'll get um, some leadership uh, uh, qualities and some things to do and to don't maybe some things not to do when you go to a church to minister and uh, some things to watch out for. Um, And I said I want to ask uh, everybody for their interaction. Uh, Also, before we get into it, um, maybe in a few days we'll, um, hopefully before, uh, certainly before next week's over, we'll have our uh, website out. It'll be released. As a matter of fact, Elder Shank. Yes, sir. God bless you. We, I'll send you a uh, draft of it tonight. If you remind me before I sleep, go sleep, I'll send you a draft of it so you can take a look and see uh, how it's coming along. I was looking at it today. Okay. Nevertheless, um, leadership qualities. Leadership qualities. And some of these things that we may be talking about are Things that I'm quite sure you all know. We're just going to uh, kind of refresh ourselves because uh, a lot of times when we come in the midst of uh, God's people, we see some chaotic things. Uh, we see how uh, people are not uh, able to carry out assignments, uh, follow through on things, and make sure that they're done. And uh, sometimes the issues are with leaders themselves. They don't know how to, um, though they have a vision, they don't know how sometimes. It's difficult for them to get people to um, implement the vision. Um, I think, though, that uh, we need to use the vision, if you will, to build the people. Nevertheless, here we go. Uh, First of all, I think, one of the main qualities that uh, leaders have and, and people in leadership, like all of us and others, we all need to have a, a servant's heart. We uh, need to, and, and I, I want to talk about some things here, so want your interaction or whatever, and maybe some stories or whatever that you might have. We need to have a servant's um, uh, heart, which will bring about uh, the idea that uh, if I have a servant's heart, I'll be submissive to authority. Um, and I'll try to help others uh, to be successful in what they're doing. I'll try to help uh, the team be a success. Also, there's uh, the idea of um, uh, everybody... Uh, People, you know, you have you have in the uh, confines of the church, you have people that are teachable, and then sometimes you find people that are not, they're not uh, teachable. Uh, so people have to be teachable so that they so they have an ear to hear what you're saying and 
they have flexibility. They have flexibility to uh, uh, to carry out uh, assignments. Uh, sometimes carrying out assignments is not so easy, depending on the type of people you have to carry them out with. <laughs> so. Um, um, uh, you you've always heard so I, I've said something about having a servant's heart, uh, being uh, teachable, and uh, um, you need people that are cooperative. Uh, we have to be uh, 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 cooperative um, when you're trying to put on a uh, conference or uh, put on a um, something special ministry. You're trying to implement vision, and you're trying to pull in uh, people to become part of the team, to bring things to pass, uh, you need people that are willing and, and cooperative to want to help. It seems like you always find somebody that's uh, kind of resistant, um, somebody that has uh, this special three-letter word, three word that works against... Uh, leadership being implemented, and that's the word but, 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 but. Uh, so, um, you know, there's a lot of things that we're going to probably touch on and talk about, uh, but I think I've said something about uh, having a servant's heart, um, um, being teachable, and uh, having a cooperative uh, spirit. And then there's something that uh, is like the glue that brings uh, things together uh, because, you know, our greatest commodity, if you will, in the church, of course, is the Holy Spirit, but it's people. And sometimes, you know, you can only use people if they're, if they're present. So uh, when people get on a team, when people are in your midst and, you know, you're trying to accomplish a task, they've got to be there. And, uh, for example, this uh, Saturday, we have uh, the prophetic uh, school. And uh, um, so, you know, we've had, we have people that are supposed to have uh, food, whatever uh, present, ready. Uh, of course, it makes common sense, of course, that all that's set in place, you know, by 10 o'clock um, so that when the uh, school starts, you know, there will be no distractions for the instructor. I even see, uh, I even see tonight, uh, you know, that our instructor is even on the uh, uh, session now. So she has to, you know, she has a team that's working sometimes in the forefront, sometimes uh, uh, in the background that are trying to get things together so that, you know, she can teach without interruption, and so there's no distractions, so the Holy Spirit can um, be free to do what he desires to do and, and manifest himself as uh, the sovereign God uh, would desire him to do. So when we're working on a team, uh, one of the things that's very important is uh, delegation. Um, when we work as leaders, uh, we have to uh, delegate. And I know we have leaders on 
the call uh, tonight, um, there's something that I, that I say uh, a lot, and I heard uh, Professor Patricia uh, say this Sunday, and she's so right that when you're uh, uh, in charged with a task to bring something about, when you're trying to cast a vision, cast the uh, nuggets out there for people to uh, get hold of and, and implement, you know, when you're on the top level of leadership, you don't want to be involved in all the details. You want people to uh, take what you say with an understanding and um, work out the details someplace else or another time. But uh, bottom line is to get the job done. So anybody want to compl- uh, um, comment on that about delegation and uh, when details should be um, maybe handled by people. Mm-hmm. Amen. Can you hear me, Sam? Yes. Well, I was um, I was flipping through with my notes some things that I was uh, hearing from the Lord, and I was watching another um, uh, televangelist, as they call them, and that was one of the things that was being discussed about the the leader cannot do everything. Right. And when it, it, it was related to God, the Father, being CEO, so to speak. Yes. He doesn't do everything. That's why he has delegated authority to us to do some things. And in the midst of of us doing things under him, then we have people that will have to work under us as well. And you have to be able to trust the person that you have delegated to. If you don't, then you're going to be... Um, it it will lead you into micromanaging. You're going to want to look over their shoulder all the time and make sure they did what you told them to do. Right. Probably it's either an indication that you're a control freak or that you delegated to the wrong person. So it it is, you can't, it, it's too much of a, a weight, a stress, a distraction if you can't uh, have other people do anything. I have been in in, uh, some ministries where the pastor has actually said that nobody is supposed to have more attention, so to speak, than he did. So he had to have his hand in everything and make sure everything went the way he wanted it to go. And so nobody really had a chance to use any creativity of their own or energy. They were just robots, and I don't think that's the way it's supposed to be. Right. Amen. You know, you you mentioned two things that uh, stick out to me is that you just last to bring about creativity in people. Mm-hmm. You mentioned something about micromanaging people. Right. And I hope I didn't cut you off. No, sir. No, sir. So I, I, I think um, 
I've been I've been at that I've been I think in the past a micromanager and I'm certainly trying to get out of that. I I, I I've been saying a lot at the ministry. I, I don't want to be involved in details. Right. I I just want to say what I want to get done to to people and let them carry out the uh, details and uh, you know accomplish the task. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, which would which provides, I think, maybe I'm wrong, but it provides an atmosphere for people to be creative, as you say, and see that they're able to do things. If if you never give people an opportunity, That's it. Uh, the exposure, you'll never, they'll never, or maybe you may never, unless the Holy Spirit lets you know, see what's in them. Uh, the exposure to... Be creative and uh, to do a uh, uh, to finish uh, a, a, an assignment. Right. So, so I don't like I don't like micromanaging. I don't like people. Uh, I, I don't like it when it was done to me. It's been done to me before in the past. Yes. I don't think anybody likes that. No. Not not a real leader, anyway. No, 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 no. Know anyone else? Well, I, I will say, Apostle, I understand what you're saying, and I, a lot of times, you know, even just you know in the secular as well as the um, uh, the Christian world, uh, when I have to be in leadership, I find that uh, you know, as sometimes as a leader, you may have people on the team that they have some strength and they have their weaknesses, but you see the strength in them in an the area that they may not realize that they have themselves, and so you try to guide them or or try to you know, direct them in that in that way. And uh, I could think of a, a couple of instances where there was this one particular person that really has a lot of, of good strength, but they're comfortable in a particular position that they've always been in. You know, so you try to kind of move them out of that to let them say, hey, you know, you do have other other strengths and other areas that you're very strong in. And sometimes I call them, they're like alcohol people. You know, they get fizzled all up and all fizzed up for a moment, and then they just fizzle out. You know, you can't really depend on them. You know, for a moment you can depend on them, but they're not really steadfast. You can't really depend on them for the long term. And so as a leader, you have to be able to, you know, still have to, you know, embrace them, but still, you know, trying to get them to do what you want them to do so that you don't have to do everything and so everything doesn't become a burden to you as a leader. But it's hard sometimes, you know, when you have people that, you know, they're just, they just want to only go their way and that's the way they want to go. They really don't see the vision. They may think they have a glimpse of it, but they really don't understand what it is you're trying to do. And so then it kind of brings uh, conflict within the, within the group because then they're kind of failing in the things that they need to be doing. And so somebody else has to come along and pick up the slack on that and, and try to continue to carry out the goal or the vision of what you as a leader is trying to envision and trying to give them that vision of what they're trying to do. So it basically it's a lot of communication that goes on with it, you know, and, and uh, I don't think any leader should try to do everything because you can't do it. You may have the ability to do everything, but you shouldn't want to do everything. You know, even with Jesus Christ and his team, he didn't do everything. He didn't have to do everything because everyone had their 
their part and what they played and what they needed to do and how they needed to do it. And a lot of times, you know, we think that someone, just like with, with Jesus Christ, uh, with his team, with uh, Matthew, you know, Matthew was a, was a, uh, an accountant, a tax collector, but Judas was the one that was holding the money back. But if you read the story of Judas, you would know that Judas come from a very prominent family, and Judas was very well educated. And so he knew, you know, what Judas was capable of doing and what Judas was going to eventually do. And so a lot of times we have these people in, in our team, we know what their capabilities are, but we just have to, you know, be prayerful and Prayer is the number one thing that we have to always do is stay prayed up and just hope that we will get a team of people that will work with us so that we all can move forward in the vision which God has given the leader uh, to do. Amen. So so I want to talk about um, um, something else now. You know, one of the things I find out in uh, these latter years is that as we see God trying to transform us and transition us, into where he wants us to be now. You will find out that uh, when you have to be able to get rid of the spirit of religion in your midst. Amen. Um, sometimes in your midst, with sometimes in you, uh, I got the finger pointing back at me, and then sometimes it's in... Uh, the midst of uh, leadership or people that uh, become attached to you, and what would what um, what the spirit of religion will do in people? It makes them think of their past successes, their past accomplishments, and how they did things that worked in the past. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work now. Amen. So a lot of times um, we leaders get stuck trying to relive past successes, trying to do things an old way. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you cannot allow the spirit of religion to hinder or prevent what can be, what can become, what God wants to do now. Um, you know, because I came out of a ministry that was uh, had a very strong presence of the spirit of religion, we're able to see it now, and we detest it. You know, we it's it, it's almost like it's a stronghold. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of doing things. And it prohibits the move, freedom of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely does. So we cannot get stuck in yesterday. We cannot get stuck with what happened yesterday. Amen. We have to be uh, open-minded enough to allow the Spirit of the Lord to... Challenge us to do a dog. Didn't they hear my voice? Didn't they hear my voice? Or call? They started calling me. Um. So, um, I don't know. I don't even know what I was saying now. 
nevertheless, you can't get stuck in uh, can't get stuck in yesterday. The spirit of religion is it's a mindset that works against the uh, move of God. Amen. And uh, the spirit of religion works well in religion. <laughs> Let me repeat that again. It works well in a religious setting. Right. Mm-hmm. But it does not work. It will not work, should not work, it should be prohibited uh, where the Spirit of the Lord is. The Bible says there is liberty. Right. And so um, you want to, as, as leaders, if you are building a leadership team, even uh, even like an apostolic team, um, Prophet Patricia, are you there? Yes. This is, uh, you know, Pastor Hickson is the one on the call now who we've been back and forth trying to decide about when we can bring an apostolic team there to Indiana. Yes, yes. And the thing about it, amen, when we are trying to build an apostolic team, we we have to be, you know, any kind of team. You have to be, uh, if, if you want to please God, you have to make sure that everybody is free uh, from that religious, um, uh, that religious spirit, mm-hmm. because it'll even it'll even show up in the way people will try to minister with people at at the altar. That's they'll, true. They'll try old techniques. Mm. Um, for example. Uh, uh, a lot of times, the religious way of deliverance at the altar is to lay your hands on people and go to shaking them, yes. yelling in their ear. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Can you hear me saying? Yes, sir. Yes. Yelling in people's ear that are, um, uh, you know, all kinds of old-fashioned things. I saw one time at a conference, I think, in New York City. Uh, can't mention a name here, but a person needed deliverance. And so an older mother in the Lord, not my mother in the Lord, but a mother mm-hmm. in the Lord, took her hands and uh, put her hands to the throat of the individual and kind of pinned them up on the wall. Oh, my goodness. And began to supposedly speak to the demon. So um, I guess I'm saying that all this to say that uh, the spirit of religion has to be eradicated, has to be removed. Um, There's training. Um, So leaders, when, when Moses was at the Red Sea and the people were behind him complaining because the Egyptians are coming, and the mountains were on both sides, and the waters were flooded. They were crying, you know, wanted to go back to Egypt or whatever. We were out here to die. The Lord gave Moses a word, a rhema word, uh, an on-time uh, kairos word, go forward. And so people uh, in leadership have to instill in uh, people 
that progression, spiritual progression, progression that, that the Lord directs is our ultimate goal. You know, where we were last year was good for last year. But where we're going, you know, where God wants to take us today is our uh, assignment now. And uh, maybe the methods that were used or worked, will they work now? You know, so they have to, you have to consult, you have to consult God. Anybody want to say anything about the spirit of religion? As it de- as it deals with leadership and hindrances or or whatever. I also want to speak. Close the door. Anybody else want to say something about that? So, um, one of the, okay, so no one wants to respond on that. So let me say something else about leadership and uh, getting things, uh, tasks done, some do's, some don'ts. Every, every leader needs to be organized. Uh, there needs to be organization. We need to have organizational skills, and some people that lack them, like myself, <laughs> needs to. Ha- we need to have people that are around us, that surround us, that do have organizational skills, because they will um, they will help us to accomplish the goals uh, quicker. Uh, with a better skill set, with um, uh, they, they're more ta- those people are more task oriented. They're uh, more um, they do things in a more excellent way, and uh, they're also a uh, uh, a system, a check and balance system to see if things can get. If there's another way or another way of looking at it, another way of writing uh, something down. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the things we need, saints, is organization. Uh, we, we 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 when you want to do something for the Lord, you can't throw it together. Amen. Now I think everybody's probably seen that. Amen. Anybody want to elaborate? There is a. Uh ministry that I am familiar with and another one that I've come from where two days before an event is when we receive knowledge of the event. And it involved uh, communication, advertising, As you mentioned earlier, having food ready and present, and 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 so things were often disorganized and and chaotic because it it was very last minute and not planned. You, I think it tends to be that particularly 
apostolic folk who follow the Holy Ghost don't seem to believe in planning. You know, you just follow the Holy Ghost. He'll tell me when to move. You know, I won't move until he does. But there, there's a big part for planning because there's so many things that can go wrong. That's the enemy's job. So um, that that disorganization and, and, and lack of planning. Um, now, I do want to ask another question, and I hope it's, it's kind of tying both things together, the spirit of uh, religion and organization. In some other ministries, in, in the beginning, I've always, I used to be told that you use what you have. But maybe that you want to start a Sunday school and the only person you have is Sister Sarah and that's not her strength. But yes. so do you train her or do you wait until God sends you someone else? Good question. Anybody else want to respond to it? Does, does everybody understand what she just said? If you, What you're saying is if you want to start something and you don't have all the tools, all the people that you need, so you're going to use what you have. Right. Train that person or do you wait to get the right person to train them? Right. Anybody else want to respond? Now, I'm looking at who's on the call. So I know that there are uh, people here that are able to respond to this. <laughs> so please, please respond. Well, um, I, I would say it, it's uh, it's kind of a twofold situation because um, it depends on, like, for instance, she was saying Sunday, a Sunday school teacher. You know, if they're not very well um, versed in the Bible and really doesn't know the Bible that well, um, they could only give... Um, the class so much, and 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 if they're willing to be trainable and if they're willing to be teachable, so it just depends on you know. To me, I think it really depends on the circumstances and what you really have to work with and what you're doing. Uh, I think when it really comes to the word, that I think um, uh, a person really should know the word and they should really be trained in the word because you never know who's coming in and you want to make sure that they're like the Bible says, you know, rightly dividing the word that they're rightly dividing it and that they really know what they're talking about when they're teaching someone the Word of God. There's other areas where they may not have to have that much training. They can be trained to do that. So it's really, to me, I just really think it depends on the situation. Anybody else? So sometimes you have have people that you're going to use, and... um, you know, depending on what their uh, capacity of leadership is, you know, depending on what they're uh, gifted to do, you know, you're going to, the idea is to use people to the best of their uh, capacity or you you can train them. Yeah. People can be trained. Sometimes you might be surprised to see what, um, what they have in them. They may be surprised. That's true. Um, I'm not trying to change the subject, but as leaders, we have to be uh, transparent enough to 
also um, talk about our um, weaknesses and try to get, you know, sometimes as leaders we we need deliverance in certain areas because what's on us will be uh, transmitted to uh, other people. For example, one of the things that I deal with personally, I deal with procrastination. And it's quiet on here. Can I get an amen? <laughs> I hear two people. I have no idea what you're talking about. So uh, a lot of t- times I put things off too late, which, of course, affects the whole team. Right. And, um, you know, we talk about how the anointing flows from the uh, head to the beard to the skirts of the garment in Psalm 133. Mm-hmm. Other things flow down also, and so um, you know we we need to we need to. It's good if if you are if hopefully hopefully you're not, but if you're a procrastinator, it's good to have somebody that's a, a goal setter, task oriented. Keep you. Uh, excuse me. I'll just put it like this: keep you in line. Keep keep you moving and flowing, you know, okay. while you're asking the Lord to deliver you from uh, procrastination. But I, I want to say back back to you what you're saying, Pastor Hickson. Uh, I know in a small church when you first start out, mm-hmm. when we first started out, uh, we had we had to use who we had, uh, you know, and as as more people come in, um, and you. And and I, I hate to say it like this, you you discern who they are, why why they're there, because everybody who comes to your ministry is not there for a um, for the good of the uh, uh, ministries. And people come in, people come in to stay, and people come in to go. I'll just put it like that. That's true. Some people are just trans are tra- are transitioning through. Mm-hmm. But um, sometimes. When you've had, I think Prophet Patricia called it. Uh, is it first followers? I believe. When you have first yeah. followers or whatever, yeah. and then you have uh, newer people to come in, and you see that they're okay, and they have uh, talent gifts for the uh, whole for the uh, for the house. Sometimes there's a difficulty, and um, and and they also are greater. They're better for they're a better fit for the position than the than what you described, Pastor Hickson. Okay. And you have to really be prayerful, uh, considerate. Um, you want to put the right person in the right place without mm-hmm. hurting people's feelings. Right. So you have to uh, teach people, I guess, uh, that you know that a day like that may come, and of course it all some comes down to what is the Holy Spirit telling you to do. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You can't. You can have a person in a position who is more qualified, but their I'll say it, their spirit is not right. And you may have a person 
that's not as qualified and they have a good heart. Mm-hmm. So you have to be uh, led by the Lord to uh, know what to do. Uh, is there a way I can stop talking so some of you all can? Uh... <laughs> so let me let me just go through here. Doctor Shaw, you're on the you're on the call, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that's I know yes. that that laugh. How are you this evening? I'm blessed, thank you. So, uh, anything that we've shared uh, that you want to articulate on, say? Well, I was just listening. I got on the call just a little bit late, and um, I. Um, Are you there? I think we lost you. I think we lost her. Hello? Is anybody there? Hello? Still here. Who is that, Patricia? Yes, still here. Uh, uh, Dr. Shaw, I guess, is. Uh, we lost her. Uh, Professor Patricia, anything you want to uh, remark on, comment on? You're 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 a leader. You're a leader in the ministry. You're a leader at your uh, position on the job. What would you What would you say is probably the um, the greatest uh, thing that hinders the uh, move of the spirit of getting God's things done in church, dealing with leadership and people. It's a broad question, I know. Yeah, it, that was a very broad question. Lack of training. Um, Is there not enough training with people, or what? Or do we do we do we do we sometimes? I know we do. Do we sometimes give things to people, and do we don't train them? We don't train them beforehand how to do. Them? That that's that's really good. Um, I think training in the churches. Um, that's a good aspect. That's something good that we should, you know, once you identify who people are and um, what their strengths are or what they're mantled to do, then um, task them with learning their, their craft. You know, um, I feel like I've grown from studying my craft or studying what, you know, I feel like the Lord has mantled me to do. And, you know, in it, if that's your mantle and, and you train for it, um, you, you can't help but be sharpened in it. So I think when people, when you identify something in a person, um, training is good, and even um, tasking that person with um, studying, you know, on um, that particular area of gifting or, or, or mantling. So, yes, I agree. All right. Amen. Uh, Dr. Shaw, you there? Yes, I apologize. My ear hit the mute button, and you couldn't hear me. But I could hear you. Okay. Can you give us a brief, uh, okay. uh, brief comment on anything? Uh, yes. Um, I, I think it is necessary for everyone to first recognize their strengths and uh, what their uh, call is or what their purpose is, but assessing themselves as far as uh, their abilities uh, is important. And uh, being trained in it, of course, is definitely a plus. Uh, I, I think with that, when you were talking about teams and when you're dealing with team building, 
aspects. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, organizational skills that are necessary and placing people in the proper areas that they qualify in. Uh, and, and when I say qualify, uh, it's really what God qualifies them to do. Uh, that, that's my belief in that. Um, I think that um, everyone is called for a particular purpose in the kingdom. And I totally believe that there's enough room in the kingdom for everyone to work. Uh, communication is a vital aspect in team building uh, because it's a matter of getting everybody uh, on the right page and understanding uh, where they should be placed in the kingdom or in that particular task. Um, I, I think time management is essential. Uh, I'm not one that likes to do last-minute things. I like to I, I really like to organize ahead of time and get things out of the way because we never know what comes up next or what happens next or anything can happen. And I'm not going to put things off the next day if there's something that I, I can accomplish that day. Uh, but everyone uh, do not have the same type of skills on that level, and that's where the training comes in or that's where... Um, People need to understand where each other might be as far as uh, what tasks they can be able to apply um, to whatever the projects are. And uh, we have several projects going on with EMFI, and uh, we do overlap a lot of um, the skills that people have, and we use a lot of the same people to do many tasks. So um, I think there needs to be some organization um, that um, most people in organizations or companies or corporations, uh, they kind of try to set certain people in particular tasks because of the outcome or because of the ability, the strength of that ability, and knowing that that can be something that can be done. A lot of times uh, I see where uh, certain people can be given certain tasks, and you mentioned procrastination. It may not be so much procrastination. It could be overload, and they may not be able to fit it in, and they're pressing their way to try to get there. Uh, so that's where the time management would come into and managing um, themselves with the task, seeing it down the road. It's, it's kind of a foresight. If you know what the task is, you have to know what all needs to be done in order to accomplish that within the correct time frame. So uh, I, I think everything that you all have hit on so far is on cue. Uh, it just needs to be uh, an action plan um, that can be made uh, where everyone can follow the schedule of what to do, not to be stuck in the box of scheduling, but uh, because there's a thin line that I kind of find between traditional, non-traditional, in the box, out of the box, but in all aspects, business is business. It's how you do your business, how you manage yourself, your time, your tasks. How do you uh, stay within the realm of the spirit and make sure the spirit tells you uh, when to move, when not to move, how to act, when not to overact. And um, just kind of keeping your place in everything that you do um, brings a better outcome. Okay. Anyone else? Hello. How are you doing today? Who we are. Can I can I can I just say that um one of the um responsibilities I think of um leadership is 
to um, also um, be able to identify what, what the strengths are. I think I heard somebody say that before, but being able to identify and um, what people's strengths are and, yes. um, you know, and mm-hmm. just helping them to maximize in, in their um, area of expertise and, and, and not, you know, some people get lost in the church d- trying to do everything when they're not really um, – you know, trying to find their place. And I think sometimes as leaders we need to direct people to, as the Holy Spirit gives us um, insight um, yeah. into the area that, that they can maximize in. So, mm-hmm. And that is so in the, the business world as well as you're a leader, right? Mm-hmm. So. And, and, and what, you know, and what you're saying right there, that's, not, that's actually a, uh, an assignment for me. You know, that's something that I, you know, that I have to do. And that's very you know, right on target and very so much. That's so true. I was driving from uh, the west side of Cleveland to the east side of Cleveland, I think yesterday, and I was coming down Interstate 90, and there's like four lanes, I think, on 90 by Lake Erie. And I was getting ready to pass, I was getting ready to pass between these two cars. And I'm driving a little faster than they were, so I'm trying to pass them. And I said uh, to myself, uh, there's an open lane between these two cars. I said, I hope they stay in their lane because I don't want to wow. have, have an accident. Mm-hmm. So I so I saw I saw the pass. I don't know who's saying wow, but I saw the uh, passage. I said, I'm going to go through there. Just you guys stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. And I was able to get through because for some reason I thought that maybe one, the car on the left was going to get in my lane. What am I saying exactly. when I say that? Exactly. You're saying operate in your area of rule, what, what you, what you're mantled for. Otherwise, there could be a collision. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Amen. Yes, and, and that, that was my concern. You guys stay in your lane, drive in your lane, because I was actually switching lanes to get into that lane, but it was, it was open. Um, so uh, I just wanted to share some things tonight about uh, – uh, uh, some leadership um, ideas or principles uh, because, you know, God desires for things to be done in decency and order. Uh, in reference to uh, what uh, uh, you all have said tonight, I'm just thinking about Jesus. You know, he took his 12 disciples and he trained them for three and a half years. He sure did. And then he released them. He, he left and, you know, sent the Comforter, the Holy Spirit was here. They were not comfortless, but the Holy Spirit was here. And the only way that those 12 accomplished what they were assigned to accomplish is cooperating with the Holy Spirit. That's the only way we can accomplish things in the kingdom of God. With We have to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. If we... And certainly there is, uh, uh, certainly we do many times use principles that are in the world, in the church, as long as it's done in cooperation with the Holy Spirit, we will bring about uh, a finished task. Uh, Vision will be implemented. There's a passage that says, uh, Jesus said, the children of this uh, world and their generation are wiser, you know, are wiser than uh, 
than uh, us. So uh, they take these principles or whatever, they implement them, and they get results. So we cannot be chaotic. We have to stay in our lanes. Uh, somebody said we have to find our place. Our uh, leaders uh, leaders have to help people to to know what they're mantled for and don't give them more than they're mantled for. And uh, we'll see people um, um, work, uh, if you will. Not that work is the wrong word. Um, function. Uh, in an optimal in an optimal uh, place, uh, I think the Bible says one was given uh, two uh, coins, one 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 two one five whatever, mm-hmm. and they went and did what they had to do. Yeah. So uh, we have to uh, in business we have to be leaders. Yeah, um, we have to do things right with excellence. To get uh, things done, or and we have, and, and and again, I'm gonna say this as I'm trying to, as I'm trying to close. We have to be careful of the religious spirit Amen. operating in the mindsets of people. Amen. And able to identify it because it, you know it can come masked. So. Yes, can can yeah, absolutely. It, it, uh, and I'm not trying to put you on. I'm not trying to put you on target here. Uh, does anybody have uh, an example of how it can be masked? But she, you're you're absolutely you're absolutely right. It can be masked. It, it, it can it can it can come and be unveiled. You might not know what it is. Is it, that's what you're really saying? You might not know that's what it is. So a bit discerning. Well. When you asked for an example, the first thing that came to mind to me was um, when they tried to move the ark back um, in a different way, in a method that they, you know, in man's way or a religious way, right, because religion is man-made, and they were trying to move the ark back. And and, and when it stumbled, and um, Isaiah, I believe it was, he reached up his hand to steady it, and he, mm-hmm. he fell dead. It looked, it appeared to anybody looking. We would have said, well, why did God kill him? What What did he do wrong? He was trying to help, you know. Right, right. Um, because mm-hmm. it, it appeared, it had the appearance of good intention, but it right. wasn't was the way that God designed. So I, I think that's a good example of, 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 of mass, you know, when we see things and, 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 and from the natural eye, it looks, oh, it looks good. It's, you know, doing a good work for the Lord, but you have to look through the eyes of the spirit and, 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 and just be able to discern intent intentions and, um, and just be able to be discerning of, of, of things. So. Very good. A very good analogy. Very good uh, example. Any others, anybody else want to comment on anything pertaining to what we're talking about or something the Lord gives them now? Apostle, I would like to say that also, as we were talking, um, I think it's really important 
as well when when you, especially in administrative um the administrative part of the, of the ministry to have people that are cross trained because sometimes you know you have one person that may have an expertise in one area or they may you know know how to do something very well and no one else really knows how to do that but it's very vital to the ministry and if that person happens to get sick or something happens to that person they're not there then and and, and the ministry is depending upon that so it's really really good to have people that are cross trained where someone else can step in in that person's absence, or if that person just decides that they become disgruntled and they decide they want to leave the ministry, that someone else can always step in and, and until the ministry can flow until you can get a replacement for that for that person. So I think it's really important to have you know people that are cross trained as well, uh, especially uh, like I say in the administrative part of ministry. Amen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Anyone else? <coughs> Elder Shank. Pastor Hickson, Dr. Shaw, anyone else? I think maybe uh, <clears throat> the key to everything that we've talked about tonight was that uh, communication is probably one of the most important gifts or skills that uh, one should have so that information flows freely and that uh Everyone has a chance to uh, bring forth uh, new and uh, important ideas. Yes. Yes. Anybody want to comment on that or say anything else? I do agree that uh, communication, you just, you can't function without it. And what I often run into is, and my little mantra is that you don't, when you're communicating with someone, you have to communicate with the person you're communicating with. Just because I know what I'm talking about doesn't mean I'm translating that into words that you can understand so we'll both be on the same page. If I tell you to do something and you're looking at me as though I'm speaking Greek, then that's obviously I, as a leader, did not communicate well enough. Mm-hmm. So we do have to be careful about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Others, uh, others, or um, if, if not, anyone else has anything else to share or say? We're going to look to uh, close out the roundtable tonight. Anybody else have any more comments? Again, the website uh, is looking to uh, be released maybe within a week. There will be opportunities on there on our website for people to submit uh, uh, blogs. We'll, We'll review blogs to be put on there. I'll be putting blogs on there. Uh, there's a connection there for the school and so on and so forth. And um, um, all kinds of things. I think there's like 17 page. There's like 17 pages on this website. Oh my goodness! And we we actually paid for five. We got five for free. <coughs> And then, uh, because of a change uh, at the uh, web hoster, because they were updating, 
we got, I think, seven more. So we ended up getting 17 and paid for five. Amen. Amen. So God is uh, certainly uh, blessing that, and so we're appreciative of that. But it's not finished yet. So um, we thank the Lord, amen, again tonight for um, the roundtable. We hope that you know there was something said or shared that was of help for you. Uh, appreciate, amen, your uh, diligence to be with us. Continue to keep us in prayer. Uh, Pastor Hickson, we're uh, still, um, we haven't, we're still trying to figure out when to come. I'm waiting. <laughs> so if you if you look on your inbox, I think I might have sent something a couple of days ago. I don't know if you saw it or not. Oh, I'm sure I did, not I would have responded. I will check. Maybe I, and maybe I didn't, but please take a look. And uh, we thank God even for all of you. Thank the Lord for your prophecy, Bahati. You know, one day we'll be out there in, in Phoenix, hopefully, as being a winner. <laughs> you can have us a summertime Please. In, inside like we do. We don't come out until 8 or 9 o'clock at night. Please uh, keep us in prayer. We're, some, of, some of us will be in Orlando, uh, Florida, uh, at the uh, uh, beginning or the... Fifth, was it when? 13th through the 15th. 13th through 15th. 16th. Um, we'll be graduating there at uh, university. And uh, keep us in prayer about uh, that. we trying to finalize some things up with that. And so if that be all, uh, we're just going to ask um, Elder Shank, if all mine's, all mine's clear. Has the Holy Spirit said anything to anybody before we are released? That maybe there's something that God wants to say to all of us. Has the Holy Spirit said anything? Released anything to anyone? Mm-hmm. Not Elder Shank, would you uh, release us in prayer? Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you, we praise you, we bless your holy name. Lord, we thank you for another opportunity to gather around the round table. Lord, we just ask you to continue to bless and to make this time profitable for everyone involved. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank God for you. Have Everybody have a great evening. Amen. All right. Bless you. Amen.